0: As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality, and that's why I stocked the Protocol for Life Balance product line at my online dispensary. Protocol for Life Balance offers a wide range of professional-grade products using ingredients backed by strong scientific research. Among them, several stand out for relief of occasional minor aches and pains of overexertion: Ache Action, Joint UC, and D-Flame. Ache Action contains a formula exclusive to Protocol for Life Balance that studies show significantly reduces joint discomfort in as little as five days. Protocol's Joint UC is an undenatured type 2 collagen that has been clinically validated for its ability to help maintain healthy joints. And Deflame has nine plant-based ingredients rooted in traditional herbalism. Each of these products takes its own unique approach to joint stress, flexibility, and mobility. They're available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash Protocol for Life Balance. For more information and to order. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla and we are anxious to answer your questions. Questions come to radioprogram at AOL.com. How are you doing, Layla?
1: All right, Dr. Hoffman. How are you?
0: Very well, and uh, happy to be back after a week off.
1: How was that?
0: That was really, really great. It worked out great. Uh-huh. I dodged a snowstorm by uh, changing my plane flight to a day earlier. It was before the big uh, snowstorm. On, oh, like, right. The that course.
1: happened that weekend. Yeah, yeah.
0: I would have I been stranded at the airport or, you know, uh, or had to not go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. We would have eaten into my week. Yeah. Um, so I went to St. Martin, which is, uh, an island, uh, in the Caribbean. Lovely. Uh, lovely. In the Eastern Caribbean. And it's a, it's an island that is Dutch and French. Mm. But everybody speaks English, so it's really easy to get around. The food is spectacular down there. Mm-hmm. And I went mostly to go diving.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was able to, to do 10 dives. Two, d- two, two dives on five consecutive days. That's great. And so all kinds of underwater wildlife. I really punched my, my dance card down there. I saw tortoise. I saw sharks. I saw nothing. saw sharks? Not the dangerous kind. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're like
1: the smaller ones. Well,
0: they're nursing sharks, which really hang out of the bottom. Okay. And then there are other sharks that, that swim freely, but they were, you know, they were, they weren't going to bother you. They weren't going to bother you. They weren't just. No. Okay. They were not great whites. Okay. And saw, uh, lots and lots of tropical fish, like being in, ah. in a fishbowl, saw octopi, ah. uh, and saw, uh, nice, you know, all kinds of underwater life. It was great, uh, lobsters. And, and the pristine shrimp.
1: blue waters. And
0: yes, amazing. Oh my gosh. Really nice. And, you know, balmy temperatures. It was like, you know, sitting outside having dinner, uh, on a, patio was like the thermostat was set perfectly to like 73 degrees or 72 degrees not Very too nice. hot not too cold but, nice. but i will share a little uh, story because it's a story with a little bit of a medical mm. dimension to it mm-hmm. is uh, on one day when i was diving you go out on a boat and you go out for about 20 minutes to the what looks like the open ocean and then um because there were eight people on board you dive in two groups yeah and the group that i was in uh there was a frenchman and he was uh, extremely obese looked very unfit Aww. but he also uh looked like an accomplished diver he actually brought along his own gear which is a hallmark of an accomplished diver sure. i just rented my equipment but he had his own equipment and you know it was yeah. looked very accomplished and um you know I, I he spoke a little english i spoke a little french and i communicated with him and you know mm-hmm. um so uh, we go in and i'm in he- i'm in, in the second group the first group is already underwater yeah we go in the group and then it's like we get the signal to descend so mm-hmm. when you descend you know you go down slowly to equalize your ear pressure yeah uh, blowing constantly you know to mm-hmm. get your ears accommodated to the pressure yeah and as i'm going down i notice that the other three people i'm diving with they're at the surface they're sort of like hanging out of the surface and so i think something went wrong you know with them but i figured i would join you know i look below me and 40 feet below me were already the other group. So I just kind of swam over to the other group and I just finished my dive. Mm-hmm. So I come up and, uh, and and you know, as I get out, I see that the Frenchman is sitting there and he's not looking good. He's looking a little sick.
1: Oh, no. And
0: so uh, uh, immediately the captain of the boat summons me and the boat is two levels. There's a level where the divers sit and then there's like a little, uh, like a crow's nest where the, 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 captain of the boat drives the boat.
1: Did he summon you? Cause he knows you're a doctor.
0: Well, I'd, I'd actually talked to, chatted with him about his own medical situation the oh, day before. Okay. So he knew I was a doctor. Okay. So, but you know, I kind of joked like, Oh, what did I do wrong? You know? <laughs> it's like he summoned me to go up top. And so, so he looks at me and he looks worried and he says, he, he says, I came this close. To, uh, turning around and going back in. Because did you see that French guy? And I said, yeah, you know, he looks a little peaked. He said, what happened? Well, uh, he, mm-hmm. he was supposed to go down, but he, he had what seemed like a panic attack and he didn't want to go down. Oh. And then he, it aborted his dive. So the other people went on diving and he sat on the boat. Okay. Um, so, but he said he, he doesn't look good. And frankly, the guy looked like a, a high risk for heart attack. He was in his fifties and a big, Paunch. Hmm. And so, um, I said, well, he told me he wasn't going to dive, uh, for the second dive. And so the, the captain of the boat, he's Dutch. He says, he's not going to dive or he's not going to die. And I said, well, you know, I'll go down and I'll, I'll chat him up and keep an eye on him and, mm-hmm. and see what's, what's going on. So I, I, you know, start communicating with him. How are you? I say yeah. in French, you know, are you feeling bad? Um, and he goes, and he, points to his chest. He says, I don't feel good in here. That's not so good. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, well, you know, terrible
1: heartburn, I, but- I did
0: a little bit of an analysis on him and I just said, you know, what are the differential diagnosis? It could be, it could be a heart attack. Yes. Uh, but I asked, do you have a history of any heart problems? He says, no. Uh, well, this could be the first time. I said, "What did you have for breakfast? Did you have a big breakfast? Are you nauseous?" He said, "No, I just had a coffee and a croissant, you know, like a Frenchman." Yeah. Uh, and I said, "Well." Um, Petit déjeuner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I said, uh, "Well, do you feel uh, anxious?" And mm-hmm. you know, he says, "Yes, I do. I feel a little anxious." So you know, differential diagnosis. You know, uh, you know, is it is it heartburn? Is it a heart attack? Mm-hmm. Is it anxiety? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that anxiety. Because I could feel like yeah, feel like a tightness in your chest. So um, or breathlessness. So I, I just kind of like talked to him. I just had a feeling that it would be okay, and maybe a little selfishly because I wanted to do my second dive. So I said, "Well, you know," he said. He kept saying, "I'm fine. I'm fine." But that, forget about that. You yeah, know, yeah, he like could be just in denial. Yeah, just, I'll, make so, it, I'll make it go away by denial. <laughs> so I went back up the ladder. I talked to Captain Will. I said, "I think he, I think he'll be okay. Mm-hmm. He seems to be a little better." Uh, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take the dive. You know, for another forty minutes or fifty minutes, and I'll come back and we'll take a look at him. So I took my dive, and you know, then mm-hmm. I, I came back out, mm-hmm. and uh, I said, "How are you doing?" He says, "I I feel better." Uh, I I said, "He's he's." Uh, I said, uh, "Well, do you still have the discomfort?" He says, "No, I threw up." He says in French, j'ai whatever it is, yeah, vomit, <laughs> I guess is the verb in French. Okay. So I understood that, and and I, so okay, so then it was like a gastro thing apparently wow. that he had. Uh, or he was seasick because it was a bouncy, it was a bouncy okay. uh, boat ride, okay. and you know, in short, all's well that ends well. But so I get off, and the 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 captain, Captain Willem, you know, mm-hmm. he's a real you know Dutchman. Uh, he says he says thank you so much. He says you know he's really uh, you really saved the day. He says. I'm going to give you a complimentary dive tomorrow. And here, take a t-shirt, you know, because oh, nice. you know, I, because I did my, I did my medical, uh, yeah. console on board. So a little adventure there, but I, at least I made the right call because it could have gone disastrously yeah. wrong. It could have been like, you missed a heart attack and now the guy's being, you know, uh, in an ambulance, uh, going to the local hospital.
1: So, did you ever see that Frenchman again on, on your next dive, the
0: next day? No, but or? I read his obituary in the, no. Oh, I mean, <laughs> okay. No. It was.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I don't mean to laugh like that. Yeah. That's terrible. But I there was mean.
0: a very international crew. There was uh, yeah. Israelis. There were Germans. Germans yeah. came over on a boat from Hamburg. Wow! A boat. The boat docked, and then they went diving. How from cool. Hamburg, Germany. Yeah. Uh, people. One guy was a pilot. He flew in from uh, Guatemala. Uh-huh. Uh, you, uh There was uh, a, a Brit, a young gal who's the merchant marine who is uh-huh. uh, is a first mate on yachts down there, and uh, so you know, it was, look, it was a great time. I accomplished all my goals and it you know yeah. felt.
1: But did you ever see that same gentleman again no, after never, that no. time? That no, was- because they
0: just come to the to the I dive see. and then he you know and hung then, out okay. on the island here you know, okay. probably. Wow. Well, um, so yeah, that was that was good. Well, hopefully
1: he is truly better. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I, I think all's and well it was that ends as well. well. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My
0: goodness. Yeah. Uh, and, by the way, vomiting can be a sign of having a heart attack, too. It's That's It no, doesn't necessarily preclude that he was. That's but, right. But, you know, it, it seemed like he was better, and he walked off under his own power, and he, mm-hmm. you know... I mean, he felt embarrassed, actually, that uh, he... Yeah, you no, know, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm.
1: Well, Dr. Hoffman, regarding your article, maybe it's time to talk less about COVID. We have some comments. A couple
0: of weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, from a couple yeah.
1: of weeks ago, the article was. We have some comments. The first one is from... From Ron. Hi Dr. Hoffman, your article and points made are right on. Thinking about this disease because of media overattention, etc., is probably causing more stress than helping at all. People need to not think much about what diseases are out there and then to obsess over it day by day. Thanks much.
0: I'm glad that resonated yeah. for him. You know. Yeah. And you know, look, I th- I knew that that article could elicit divided reactions. You know, some people might say, "Well, what do you mean? Talk less about COVID. COVID is the most important thing that is facing <laughs> us now. It's a, you know, it's a scourge. It's a threat, and you're minimizing yeah. it." And you know, I, we didn't get much blowback that way. I no, suppose.
1: no, no, no. And here's another comment from Kevin about your article: Your continued level-headed and common sense approach to medicine, both orthodox and holistic, is a breath of fresh air. As one of your longtime listeners on W O R. And a former patient of Dr. Richard Ash Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. for over 20 years, your emails are a constant encouragement and wealth of knowledge for we who are kindred believers in our own responsibility for our own health. Woo-hoo. I am vaccinated, yeah. but I also religiously take my supplements daily, yeah. one of which is quercetin, when combined with zinc, can provide a similar yeah. cell trigger as hydroxychloroquine in combating COVID. Yeah. So far, I haven't gotten it, although a three-day headache before Christmas could have been it for me. Could have been it. Could have been me. it. Have been it. Have been, yeah. I'm 75 now. I'm still doing yeah. strength training. Yeah. I feel great. Excellent. Thank you for your courage right. to speak the truth and for your dedication in keeping us all well.
0: Yeah, and I was actually That's saying probably. to a patient this morning that, um, uh, unless you'll you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but none of our patients have had really serious COVID. Uh up, You know, on, on a ventilator yeah. Uh, some have gone to the hospital for an evaluation. One patient this morning, they admitted him, you know, yes. one, but, and he was unvaccinated. Yeah. And he, he didn't get Omicron. It was during the Delta phase. Yeah. And he's like almost 80 years old. Yeah. But he's tanked up on all the supplements and yeah. he yeah. eats well and mm-hmm. he's, uh, mm-hmm. under, he's a he guy who lost like, it. like 40, 50 pounds under our uh, tutelage. He did. Uh, so he was in Looked better shape. Mm-hmm. So I think there really is, it, uh, really supports the notion that a healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. is... I mean, look, there's no, you know, uh, force field or some impenetrable shield against mm-hmm. COVID or Omicron, but uh, to the extent you're better shape, you're more likely to weather it, and our patients have done exceedingly well. Yes. And this is, I mean, a couple... I've prescribed uh, hydroxychloroquine to a couple of people, but I haven't yeah. really gone, like, you know, full bore on ivermectin or extraordinary... Yeah. Measures. It's more yeah. like, okay, you know, take your melatonin if you're sick and your quercetin and yes. up your D and C and take mm-hmm. some zinc lozenges and mm-hmm. make you sure know, you
1: sleep well. These kinds
0: of things have, have exactly. tided a lot of our patients over. Yeah. um yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Good news. Good news. Yeah. Subscribe oh. to our newsletter. Go to drhoffman.com and you can yes. uh, subscribe and get that in your inbox every week. You don't have to read it. You can just.
1: We have, uh, we've got an email from Mr. Lucky.
0: Mr. Lucky. <laughs> I, did, I love
1: that he got this handle. Okay. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. My dad is an ex-competitive triathlete who's had Parkinson's for 10 years. He's held it off pretty well, but he's gotten pretty bad over the last two years. He fell a year ago and has not had any balance after that. We've suggested to our stepmother, other treatments, other doctors who believe in practice as you guys do, my dad is on board. But she wants no part of it and doesn't believe in any integrative or alternative medicine. How do you rebut a stance such as hers?
0: Well, it's it's tough. Uh, And, you know, another example of this is uh, custody fights among divorcing or divorced parents Mm -hmm. about the vaccination status of the kids. One parent is very pro and another patient is uh, adamantly opposed Mm -hmm. or parent is adamantly opposed. And, you know, their family dynamic sometimes gets in the way of that. You know, it's like it's a step uh, parent. And, you know, perhaps uh, she's resistant to suggestions from the analyst. I don't know what kind of dynamic is going on there.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: but it's very hard to, to you know, you bring a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Right. You know.
1: Right. And, you know, uh, Mr. Lucky says that, She doesn't believe in any integrative alternative medicine. It's not a belief system. It's not a religion. Mm -hmm. It's science. Maybe show her some citations. Maybe show her Mm -hmm. some studies to bring her around or articles that you could have her read that may sway her Mm -hmm. so that you would be able to change her mind. It's
0: like people who believe in Anthony Fauci. Or,
1: yes, don't
0: believe it. Right. I mean, it's not an all or nothing thing. Yes,
1: yes, yes. We, we suspend right, right.
0: our critical faculties. I know. You know, and, uh, mm-hmm. I think we need to information. It's the parse cult of the scientism. <laughs> Yeah. Right, right.
1: Believing in Anthony Fauci. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, show them, show them the money. Show them proof. Show them right. some intriguing information. But some, or some people, information.
0: uh, even yeah. are resistant to that because as we've seen with COVID, Facts want- are facts are malleable. Facts oh, are malleable, yes. yeah.
1: or they just want to believe their narrative, and that's like, that. put the blinders on, my and, facts, my facts,
0: not your facts.
1: Right, this is my reality. That's your reality. <laughs> you do you. Right. <laughs> I'll do me. It's unfortunate. Yeah, what it's all become is really, really unfortunate, and very and ludicrous to, to and know we, it. what we
0: need is really an all of the above approach, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's really the theme of intelligent medicine. What I call it intelligent medicine is. Um, it's a judicious use of high tech medicine with, but still applying our critical faculties. Like, Absolutely. you know, is this drug worth it? Is it, uh, is the risk benefit equation on taking this drug or the vaccine, uh, worthwhile? And we try to be objective about it. And also the natural things too. Some of the natural things, frankly, are bogus. Yeah. Uh, and some of them are yeah. legit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we want to, uh, critically evaluate all Avenues of cure.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we've got another note here from Louise. Dr. Hoppen and Layla wanted to give you some feedback on your recommendation for my friend Walter and the diabetic neuropathy in his feet and legs. He started using Zobria and other nutrients that you advised, and and he's feeling much better. And he's on the mend. Thank you both so much for the recommendations. They're making a big difference in his life. You provide such a great service. Never forget this.
0: Wow, noise. that's, that's phenomenal because, you know, we, we know that on a theoretical basis, the uh, activated vitamin B1 can be helpful for the nerves. Yeah. Um, but it's I nice am. to get actual mm-hmm. validation of that mm-hmm. from our mm-hmm. listeners. Uh, and speaking of which, mm. here's an opportunity for one of our sponsors to share a vital message with you. So listen up. Here goes. Do you suffer with chronic pain? Or are you taking risky over-the-counter or prescription anti-inflammatory drugs? Well, there's a better natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, Liquid Turmeric Liposome Complex. Future Farm's liquid turmeric with liposomes and nanotechnology delivers maximum absorption for effective pain relief. Sourced and manufactured in the United States, this product contains 1,600 milligrams of curcumin and powerful antioxidant properties. This plant-based curcumin has been shown to reduce inflammation block proteins that trigger swelling and intercept inflammatory pathways, significantly decreasing inflammatory Responses. Future Farm offers some of the most innovative products I've seen in quite a while. I use them, prescribe them in my practice, and I'm proud to recommend them to you. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216. 888-841-7216. Or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's my future P-H-A-R-M. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Liquid turmeric liposome complex is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They are what make intelligent medicine a continuing free resource to you. And you might actually learn something that could help you or a loved one. Yeah. Yeah. We've got an email
1: from Marianne. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. I know Dr. Hoffman is a fan of CBD. What do you think of this article? If you recommend it, what form or dose would be good to add to a daily supplement program? This article is from, from Vice. Oral CBD prevented COVID-19 infection in real-world right. patients. But, but, study suggests but this
0: study suggests. was not in Vice, what, media or Vice magazine. Right, um, right. It's a real study, and I looked at the yeah. study. And, you know, what it speaks to is that um, in addition to being psychoactive, yes. CBD has anti-inflammatory properties, mm-hmm. like many... Herbal things. Yeah. And there's also what's called an entourage effect. There are other cannabinoids and other compounds. Mm -hmm. And it's actually not CBD, which is the the active compound in question. Mm -hmm. There's a compound which Mm -hmm. I can't really pronounce. It's something like, what's it called? Cannabidogen or something like that. All right. This is
1: what they say here. Cannabidiol, the non-psychoactive cannabis compound, better known as CBD. Yeah. Is a potent blocker of SARS-CoV-2 replication in human cells. New research shows not only that, but a survey of real world patients taking prescribed CBD found quote significant negative relationship between CBD consumption and COVID-19 infection. Wow. Yeah. Okay. This was research was out of the University of Chicago and University of Louisville. A survey of 1,212 U.S. patients taking prescribed CBD found that people taking 100 milligrams per milliliter oral doses of CBD. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Returned positive COVID-19 tests at much lower rates than control groups with similar medical backgrounds who did not take CBD. That could
0: be something. Um, yeah, I mean, but from what I understand, and I, you know, have my CBD experts, uh, Stuart Mm -hmm. Tompk is a frequent guest on the program, and he will be on one of these days. But we can talk a little bit about that study specifically, Great. but I think it's another—it's uh, an entourage compound that's found in hemp oil Yeah. that may be the active compound responsible for that effect.
1: Our su- study suggested CBD and its metabolite, seven-hydroxy CBD, right, okay. can block SARS-CoV two okay, infection that's what we're early and even later stages. This is interesting because all the patients, uh, uh, according to the study, all the patients were people who had seizure-related conditions. Well, that's
0: why they were taking such high doses. Ah. They were taking the something CBD can help called, with that. Uh i forget the name of it—but it's it's the only really FDA-approved okay. uh, version of CBD for pharmaceutical use. Yeah, with an indication, a medical indication.
1: That's really something. I mean, and the only thing I see yeah. here, Doctor Hoffman, is seven hydroxy CBD. Okay, for okay for that. Wow, wow. Oh well. Oh, okay. This study offers strong evidence that CBD can treat and slow the transmission of COVID-19. It comes just one week after an initial revelation out of Oregon State University Yeah. Uh, that cannabis precursors, yes. the acids that, when combusted, turn into CBD and THC, can halt the infection of cells by SARS-CoV-2 in lab tests. Okay. Mm.
0: So, okay. Uh, I mean, that made a big Could splash. Could be something. That article a couple of weeks ago. Could be something. And so...
1: Do you recommend a dose for Marion? That's what she's really asking.
0: No, I can't because you have to... It's preliminary research. These people are taking a lot. If people take less, I mean, you don't need to take that much for ordinary mild uh, sleeplessness, anxiety, or pain. Yeah. So, I mean, ordinarily, uh, even the kind of high test CBD, I think CD Sciences makes a 50 Mm
1: -hmm.
0: milligram CBD. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you can attain 100. But... You know, I don't know. Look, I mean, it, it I don't think it pays to tank yourself on C, up on CBD to prevent COVID. Yeah. You know, no. it, it's expensive and there are other things you can take. Yeah, like and
1: quercetin and D and C yeah. and eat
0: right and right. sleep right and right. <laughs> and and let's talk less about COVID. Oh
1: my goodness, <laughs> but here we are and it's still Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So this one this is interesting. Yeah. Uh This is about an alternative or an adjunct to a mammogram. This is from Bonnie. Okay. Uh, Hello, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. After listening to your recent Q&A and the question about mammograms, Mm -hmm. I wondered if you were familiar with the Sine breast ultrasound technology. Mm -hmm. So, and I first learned of it when a friend of mine was diagnosed with DCIS, and by the way, she was able to get rid of her DCIS naturally with diet and lifestyle changes. We've seen that. We've seen that. Yeah. Well, DCIS, DCIS, you don't necessarily have to have cancer. an operation.
0: Yeah. Yes. It's a pre-cancer. It's a pre-cancer. Mm-hmm. So, just like with a... Like prostate cancer, like, pre, like early... Early, early? Early stage prostate or
1: cancer. Or an abnormal pap smear. Yes, that's, that's not true. a that's true. That could be shifted yes. by diet and Or Barrett's intervention. esophagus is another Barrett's example. you have seen
0: patients go negative on yes. Barrett's esophagus after the right nutritional exactly.
1: therapy. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. on, on a proper GERD program. So, uh, it, in clinical trials, Sanosune was more accurate than mammography, detecting small,
0: meaning one centimeter or less. Let let me explain how this works. Uh, If you have regular breasts, you Mm -hmm. just get a mammogram. If you have what's called dense breasts or Mm -hmm. fibrocystic breast disease, it's very hard to read a mammogram. So what they do is they read the mammogram, they see if anything's obvious, and then they do an ultrasound to augment it. Yes. And the ultrasound... It should not be done independently. It's not an alternative yeah. to the mammogram. You start with the mammogram and then you do the ultrasound in tandem with that, and then you you know analyze those yeah. together. And I guess the Sonosure is that the name? Sonosine. Sonosine is a more uh, precise ultrasound. Yeah, it's also
1: good besides dense breast women with breast implants.
0: Oh wow! Apparently, because yeah. they can't. That's yeah, a, that's that's a that's a knock against breast implants because it's harder to see. The, right. this, the surrounding tissue, It might be mm-hmm. the implant might be blocking the tissue. Mm-hmm.
1: So it may be used as an adjunct to detect lesions that are most frequently, frequently missed right. by mammography. Okay. So that could be something.
0: Right, but it's not like... But it doesn't knock say, out,
1: it doesn't knock the mammogram out. Some people out. say,
0: oh, I don't want the radiation, so I would rather yeah. get a thermography or I'd rather get the sonosure, yeah. or whatever it's called, sonocine or whatever. Sonocine. right.
1: S-O-N-O-C-I-N-E for okay. those who
0: want to look it up. And I think, I think it's just a better quality uh, ultrasound.
1: Mm. Could be. Yeah.
0: All but right. For maybe just very targeted to breast mm-hmm. tissue. Here.
1: Well, there's also... I know doctors are also touting getting an MRI of the
0: that breast like every too. three years. That can be done instead too. Instead of a yearly yeah.
1: mammography right. or those
0: But who, it's such a relatively expensive and uncomfortable that's why every procedure. three years and it but it i think it's only Nothing's for high as uncomfortable risk
1: as a mammogram
0: <laughs> right okay having not had one but i i hear tell it's sort of like i mean yeah. they should have they should do it on men on their genitals and, yeah, and see what, not, it it's like fun. you get sandwiched between yeah. two plates we actually had a, there was one woman who we had mm-hmm. who had a mammogram Mm-hmm. And she had a spinal fracture from the, the contortions that she had to go into to, to lean get into, into it. To, to lean to into it. To
1: press it properly. Yeah. It's yeah. a pain. She got, she, she felt <laughs> a,
0: like a, like a, a, a lightning flash of pain in her back and oh. she had a spinal compression fracture. A very bad osteoporosis, by the way. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. All right. So that's
0: something. Anyway. So a good point was to pause because we divide our podcast yeah. into two parts. Mm-hmm. And, um, give us a preview of what we'll tackle in part two.
1: There are reports of liver damage with certain supplements, Dr. Hoffman. No.
0: That's new? <laughs> it's exactly Just in. Right. <laughs> just in. <laughs> just in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Up next, <laughs> supplements can cause liver damage. We'll tackle that issue when we return. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. And this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast, our weekly Q&A with Layla. Let's give out uh, the destination for questions. It's radioprogram at AOL.com. we got a full mailbag this week, but uh, we want to keep it going. Radioprogram at AOL.com. Be right back.